0: And I wrote the book, Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us and want to thank everybody for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We have got a lot to talk about on today's show. The Islanders struggling with this six-game losing streak. It's been not just bad, but embarrassingly bad on some nights. In fact, the last time the Islanders had this bad a losing streak, well, we'll get to that in just a few moments. But we'll try to figure out what the Islanders can do to get back on track, and we will break down the situation with COVID, where they stand, and what they have to do. Until they get some of their players back there even, of course, is the possibility if there are more COVID cases that the league shuts down the Islanders until they clear the protocols. So we'll break all of that down for you. We will also go back and look at a couple of more takeaways from this weekend's games, including a curious coaching decision by Barry Trotz that I wanted to get to. And we have our Islanders birthday of the day. A tough guy who is very popular with his teammates when he was briefly a New York Islander a little more than a decade ago. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Icewars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. And we will keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And uh hopefully, uh Give you some good news in the near future. I also do live tweet during nearly every Islanders home and road game. So uh, please follow uh, the Ice Wars NYR VS NYI. I I will tweet during the game. Always happy to interact with fans and discuss whatever it is that's going on. Wanted to uh, get you an email first. This is basically from Jeff in Minnesota. And Jeff, thank you. Off the bat for the email, November has not been a good month for the Islanders, Jeff writes. They are 0-6 in their last six games and 1-21 for on the power play. They have been outscored 27-6 on the power play. I believe they spend too much time trying to set up the perfect shot and goal instead of taking shots in general. This is painful. Jeff, I agree with you. And it's something that we have talked about on the show several times. They do not shoot the puck enough. And, you know, sometimes perfect gets in the way of being good. And this Islanders team, look, they're missing so many of their big guys. Now, Brock Nelson out of the lineup. Anders Lee out of the lineup. uh, Josh Bailey, the best passer out of the lineup. So a a lot of guys not available for this team. And that makes it even tougher. But even before the COVID outbreak took place on this team, there were definitely issues with this power play. I always pinpointed uh, three big things. One of them, as you said, Jeff, they don't shoot the puck enough. And they do, as you mentioned, try too hard to set up the perfect goal, that highlight real tic-tac-toe, Uh, find the wide-open guy. And yet, while they are often trying to be perfect, and that rarely works because, by definition, perfect is almost never attainable, but they also are staying on the perimeter and not moving the puck. One of the things you need to do on an effective power play is to move the puck around to tire out the penalty killers. And this team isn't doing it. They're not establishing themselves in the zone, and not moving the puck enough. And not the players aren't moving without the puck, and they're not going to the net. And you add up all of that, plus some sloppy play in the neutral zone, and a, and and the lack of too many skating defensemen to replace Nick Letty, and you've got a recipe. For for 1-for-21 in your last, you know, six games on the power play. So, yeah, this power play needs work. And, you know, the one thing I did want to touch on that took place during the last game against Toronto. And that first goal of the game, the Islanders were actually on a 4-on-3 power play situation and gave up a shorthanded goal. And one of the things I noticed, you know, on that power play, Trots, Barry Trotz sent out four forwards for that power play. And, you know, that's when the shorthanded goal by Mitch Marner took place. Matthew Barzal was the last guy trying to get back. And look, he's not a defenseman, so he didn't play the play, uh, didn't. Uh, counter the play well and force Marner to make a move or get him out of position or take the puck away. It was a difficult situation for a forward to be in. And, you know, when you've already given up two shorthanded goals in the last couple of weeks, to put four forwards out there against an explosive and dangerous penalty kill like the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's almost like asking for trouble. Uh, Here's what Barry Trotz had to say about it. We're trying to score some goals here. So we put our best people out there, and they've got to execute. That's on them a little bit. Yeah, it kind of is on them, but it's also on you. I could perfectly understand three forwards and one defenseman, but against a Toronto team that has skill players like Mitch Marner, killing penalties, you have got to be aware of the possibility of giving up that shorthanded goal. And I think it comes back to the old thing that this team is pressing. And it's not just the players that are pressing. The coaching staff, as you could tell by the Barry Trotz quote, they're pressing also. And you have a situation where, okay, the Islanders have a four-on-three. This team, you know, they've been outscored 27 to six in this six game losing streak. you know you're struggling to score goals they've scored you know six goals in the last six games. so you, you you take that gamble and it comes back and bites you in the rear end. So yeah, you gamble when you're desperate, you're bound to cause some difficulties and that's what happened to the Islanders. I very rarely, blatantly disagree with something that Barry Trotz decides, look, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, I think, and he's going to be in there for a reason. But I I think that that was a poor gamble by putting out the four forwards at that particular point. And, you know, look, you, you took a shot, you got burned. The problem with that is this team, with all the players injured, they don't have the horses To come back, and I know I tweeted during the game. uh, Once it became two to nothing, uh, I doubted the Islanders would score two, and I knew once it became three nothing that this team didn't have the horses really to score three goals against a talented Toronto team and get back into the game. We've got more to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders Podcast. We will take a look and update you on the injury situation for these team for this team. Plus, we have a a tough guy as our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Look, I love Thanksgiving. All the good food and treats and plenty of them, but maybe you want a yummy dessert that isn't so full of calories and sugar. Well, it's the perfect time for built Bars. Bilt Bar is the new holiday dessert. You could feast on something delicious and still feel good about it. One piece of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most built bars are only 130 calories. They have just four grams of sugar and they're packed with plenty of protein. Built bars are low calorie, low carb, low fat, high in protein, and all the bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Now, this month, Built Bar will have new surprises at built.com all month. Limited time flavors arriving regularly. Built.com is the website, so check the site often, and there's nothing like a Built Bar Black Friday. Coming up this Friday, mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Again, want to thank everybody for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, and that now includes YouTube. So, if you want to watch instead of just listening to the podcast, head on over to YouTube, do a search for Locked On Islanders, and you will get to see us uh, doing this podcast. And we do uh, broadcast it at eight a.m. live, so that's when the new every day eight a.m. Eastern time. is when the uh, video edition of the podcast drops. All right, the COVID situation continues. Anders Lee and Ross Johnston on the COVID list. They tested positive Thursday. Adam Pellick, Andy Green, Saturday, joined the COVID list, as did Anthony Bevilier, but it was a false positive, and Bevilier was able to return and play on Sunday. But Kiefer Bellows tested positive He is out. Josh Bailey, who was one of the first players to test positive, was stuck in Florida quarantining. He may not be back until Friday at the earliest, so he will miss Wednesday's game at the UBS Arena against the New York Rangers. And then, you know, we talked about Ryan Pulak with his lower body injury. Many people suspect it's a broken foot. He is out three to five more weeks. And then Brock Nelson against Toronto on Sunday, also a lower body injury. Uh, He did not return. We are waiting for a definitive update on how long Brock Nelson is going to be out. Look, the Islanders have problems right now. There is no question about that. They are missing. So many important parts. I mean, Pelic, Pulak, and Green, that's three of your top six defensemen. And then, you know, Zdeno Chara and uh, Scott Mayfield, both good defensemen, although Chara in particular has struggled this year. But neither one of those guys is particularly fleet of foot. And that creates problems for the defense. Now, Robin Salo made his... Debut, and I, I think you know. Look, he made his share of mistakes in his first two NHL games, but he also showed a lot of promise. And I think that this COVID situation gives guys like Robin Sallow and and uh, you know a, a guy like Sallow and a guy like Grant Hutton uh, a chance to show what they can do and to get out there and and do something. So. We'll see what the team can do. Obviously, we know COVID has an incubation period of somewhere between 10 and 14 days. That means that we may not be done with this COVID outbreak that is decimating the Islanders. Now, the Ottawa Senators were shut down for I think it was five days. Uh, they missed three games, if I'm not mistaken. I would have to go back and double check. But they shut the, the league shut down the Senators when they had nine cases of COVID. The Islanders right now, I believe, have six cases of COVID. If the more positives come in, the possibility of having some games postponed, canceled, uh, does indeed become a real possibility, and we have to see and keep an eye on that situation. The other thing is this. You know, the injuries are certainly an issue. And yet the Islanders have to overcome it. There is no way around it. And here's what Barry Trotz had to say about that. It hasn't been easy. We're not looking for excuses. We're just trying to win a hockey game. Uh, Saturday night, we played well enough to get a point. At least Sunday, we didn't play as well. We were fine in the first and really, they had some zone time, but we were able to manage it a bit. We didn't generate enough, especially after we gave up the shorthanded goal and we got a little bit on our heels. And look, Simeon Varlamov kept the team, uh, excuse me, on Sunday, Ilya Sorokin kept the team in the game. And even though they were being outshot 2-1 to one, practically, 25-13 to 13 through two periods, it was still just a one-goal game. But then... You just had two more goals, and and, and that was that. And, again, I just don't think right now that this team has the ability to get back into these games and, 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 you know, score three or four games with so many guys out there. Right now, everybody is struggling, even the identity line, which is usually so consistent. They're struggling. We know Zach Parise is struggling before he caught COVID. Josh Bailey wasn't playing typical Josh Bailey hockey. We know Zdeno Chara was struggling. It goes all the way down this lineup. And look, Casey Sezikis, 14 games, one assist. Matt Martin, 13 games, no goals, one assist. Zach Parise, 15 games, no goals, three assists. J.G. Pajot, one goal, four assists in 14 games. These are not the kind of numbers you need from players who you're counting on. And right now, the Islanders have got to get back to basics. They have got to stick to what gets them here. And that is playing smart in your own zone, keeping it simple, clearing the puck out, and... Look, right now, you've got Dobson and Salo, two defensemen who can skate the puck and move the puck out of the zone. you got to be able to do that and do it smartly and just put the puck on the net. This team isn't shooting enough. They aren't aggressive enough. They're trying too hard to be perfect, and it's time for the Islanders to get back to basics and basically do the things that got them to be successful under Barry Trotz over the last three years. And we can see, look, right now, Matthew Barzal, he sees his team struggling to score goals and he's trying to do a little too much. That leads to turnovers. Uh, Kyle Palmieri, still struggling as well. You know, if you told me that Palmieri would have one goal in 15 games... That wouldn't be a good thing, would it? Uh, Still a lot of players who just aren't getting the production that we need from them. The illness doesn't help. The injuries don't help. And this team needs to find a way to start putting things together. And, you know, it, it really, it's a cliche, but you need to win your shift. You need to go out there for the 45, 30 to 45 seconds that you're on the ice and be better than the other team. And if you put together three, four, five of those in a row, or five out of seven, that's how you win hockey games. You build that up and you win hockey games. Right now, the Islanders, last place in the Metropolitan Division, eighth place, six points out of seventh. But they have some games in hand on every team in the division except for Columbus. If they can start to rebound, it is not too late to save this season. We have got more to talk about on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We have the Rangers coming up on Wednesday, so we'll start to talk about that a little bit, plus our Islanders birthday of the day, all that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. It's Thanksgiving, and we all know what that means, football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. BetOnline has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. That's right. Just for being a listener to the Locked On Islanders podcast and using the promo code LOCKEDON, BetOnline.ag will match your first deposit, add 50% to it. That 50% welcome bonus, free money to bet with, and it's not just football. BetOnline has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take all of the advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, we're stuffed with deals. This Thanksgiving. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and we want to wish a very happy forty-first birthday. Now we're a day early with this. Uh, the birthday is actually Wednesday, but we're going to wish a very happy forty-first birthday to former Islanders winger Mitch Fritz. Fritz, born November twenty-fourth, nineteen eighty, in Osos, British Columbia was not drafted bounced around the minor leagues and made his NHL debut with the Islanders during the 2008-2009 season played 20 games that year had 42 penalty minutes Fritz was a big big guy 6 foot 7 242 pounds and he was certainly not someone you wanted to mess with uh Teammates always like the enforcers on their team, and Mitch Fritz was no exception. He protected his teammates, and he did it very well. We're going to go back and look at one of his better games with the Islanders. November twenty second, 2008, so uh, literally 13 years ago yesterday, the Islanders in Buffalo at the HSBC Arena taking on the Sabres. Joey McDonald, the netminder for the Islanders, while Patrick Lalim tending the goal for the Buffalo Sabres in this one. And the Islanders got on the board first. Andy Hilbert, his fifth from Trent Hunter and Josh Bailey at 14-20. It was 1-0 Islanders. But the Buffalo Sabres evened it up with one minute and one second left in the period. Mark Mancari, his first from Paul Gostad and Daniel Pae. 1-1 one after 1, and in that first period... Mitch Fritz with seven penalty minutes. He took an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty with Andrew Peters of Buffalo at the 11 minute mark. They headed off for two minutes and then on their next shift at 15-23 of the first period, Fritz and Peters dropped the gloves. In the second period, the Islanders took advantage of a power play opportunity. Tony Lidman off for hooking, and John Sim potted a power play goal. His fifth, Mark Streit and Chris Campoli with the assist. Two-to-one Islanders after two. In the third, the Islanders extend their lead. Bill Guerin, his seventh from Andy Hilbert and Doug Wade at 424. That made it 3-to-one Islanders, but Derek Roy, his fourth uh, from Andre Sakara and Yaroslav Spacek at 1526, pulls Buffalo to within 3-to-2, but Late in the game, Thomas Vanek, a future Islander, called for holding the stick. Mark Streit scores a empty net power play goal, his fifth. Doug Waite with the assist at 1958, Islanders skate away with a 4-2 win in this game and improve their record at that time to 8-10-2. They get the win over Buffalo for Mitch Fritz, our Islanders' birthday of the day. Seven penalty minutes, the fight and the unsportsmanlike conduct penalty He was out on the ice for two minutes and 16 seconds and in the penalty box for seven minutes. But look, Fritz didn't ever score a goal, didn't uh, record any assists, but for those 20 games he was with the Islanders, he was a player that his teammates could count on, and they always appreciated the fact that he had their back. History will be made Wednesday, assuming the game is played, when the New York Rangers make their first ever visit to the UBS Arena. And look, the Islanders and Rangers have played at the Coliseum. They've played at Yankee Stadium. They have played at the Barclays Center. And boy, the Islanders had the Rangers number at the Barclays Center. You say what you want about Barkley Center, it was not a great place to watch hockey necessarily. But for the Rangers, it was a house of horrors, and Islander fans have to appreciate that. But now, the UBS Arena joins Madison Square Garden, Yankee Stadium, Nassau Coliseum, and the Barclays Center as a, a, a venue where this great rivalry between the Long Island and the New, and the Manhattan NHL entries, the next chapter coming up. Now, tomorrow, we will have a full preview of that game, and uh, looking forward very much to... Breaking it all down and and having these two great rivals renew hostilities on the ice. So we definitely have that to look forward to. And uh, hopefully we will also have our weekly farm report. So lots to discuss then. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will be back tomorrow, as I mentioned. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the short week. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.